0: Welcome to Wake Up With KC, where you could discover new concepts and perspectives and transform your life to become the best version of you and live your best life now. Every Monday, you can reach out to me at wakeupwithkc at gmail.com. Good morning. It's a beautiful day on this Monday, and I have been doing some a lot more reading, and it's opening my eyes even more of understanding our history the timelines the places the people and the civilization and looking at the the map of you know, the ancient Northeast where Sumer, Babylonia, the Mesopotamia, Asia Minor, and all these places, it was like, okay, the only best way I could describe this, look up the map yourself of where this place is. And it's almost like the United States, you got these states, okay, everywhere. And then you got these cities. So these people were in these cities and they they were like their own little tribe and then when whoever was reigning they were like the governors senators kings you know kingship lordship whatever and they created and they're apparently anointed and some of them were um I'm gonna say hybrids that's the best way I could explain this is because they were created by the Anunnaki you know male beings and mated and had sex with female human beings so that's like a hybrid to me i mean come on let's it, it, it hello and then so they they created the, it's like a royalty bloodline then and they were anointed and pointed as kings and then gods and goddesses were part of the anunnaki pantheons. So they were assigned and appointed. And I do believe I mentioned this in a uh, past episode was, you know, my partner, my boyfriend, and he's like, yeah, they came from An- Nibiru, this planet, as a military organization, put their stations in certain parts of the, you know, Near East in Asia Minor, Sumer, and other places, and they 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 created all this stuff and created the human beings to be primitive workers, slaves. Hello, and then it just expanded, and then the the gods and the goddesses were at war with each other. You know, trying to conquer and take over, like you know, they because they didn't agree with one another, they didn't work together. They were there was jealousy, there was hatred, there was envy, there was all this stuff. And I look at this reading about what they did amongst each other, and then use the human beings as like puppets for more war and division, separation, and then creating all these classes and you know of people and whatnot. And I'm thinking, oh my God, you created this. And then I found something interesting, and I'm going to talk about it later. But I've been reading this book about Inky, and he i I, i'll you'll have to wait for next monday because i'll i'll start talking about that um But there was something interesting that I was like, hold up, wait a second. And when I get something, I'm reading during research, trying to get these histories and timelines and periods of what was going on back in those times. I came across this one thing and I'm like, hold up a second, what? When did this happen? Kind of thing. So I'm doing more research and reading so I can get my head around it so I could share it with you. Because I find it fascinating and it's just interesting on what I'm finding. And then I'm quite questioning okay because there's a lot of time periods in here and like for example we got the history of sumer okay and they have these periods prehistory proto-history then the early dynastics then the Canadian dynasty, second dynasty of Lagash, third dynasty of Ur, Ur the 3rd, first dynasty of Isin and then the Larsa dynasty. So they have periods and like I said they go backwards in time like from 4300 all the way down to the 1763. BC okay then you have and then they have pictures of some of their their statues of the women and whatnot then you have the Babylonia you know the history of Babylonia old Babylonia from 1894 and, and all the way down to 539 BC, the Middle Babylonia, the Kassites, Isin II, Assyria, Late Babylonia. And then you have the the history of Assyria, Old Site, Old si- Assyria. oh my gosh. One and two, the Middle Assyria and the Late Assyria Periods from 2000 all the way to 612 of what was going on in these civilizations. And then you got the history of Kati, or Hatti, it's K-H-A-T-T-I. You figure it out how to pronounce that one. Um, then you got the Proto-Hittite, Old Hittite, and the Hittite Empire. This goes from 2000 to 1200 BC. These are recorded history of Texan writing that these people did. And then you got the the, the king's names, in here, they're even women and whatnot. And I find it fascinating that everyone, now from my understanding from reading this book that this woman, I mean, there's like a lot of information. I'm going to tell you that much. She did her research and I'm like impressed. This Elizabeth? Tetlow she it's amazing to me of what I've been finding and you know how some of these women I mean there was a lot of women and goddesses they were considered goddesses they were daughters of you know the Anunnaki who mated with the females and then all of a sudden you know like what happened what took place that diminished you know the women's rights the women and what they were contributing to and you know, how they were making a difference and, you know, doing their part and in, I guess, governing the civili- civilization and creating, you know, um, a, I don't want to say lifestyle, but just uh, the culture and, you know, what was going on back in those times. And then I came across um, the Assyria. They were the most cruelest people whoever was reigning in those times they it it, with their tribal origins and the society especially the primitive society on what was going on it in those times they just i i'm blown away of how women and some men were treated and because it was you know slavery it and the classification of who was what back in those times and it makes sense to me I was like oh my gosh I keep telling y'all history keeps repeating itself and it's an energetic emotional energy that has been passed down for centuries millennia and, and, it, and it just keeps passing forward just transferring that energy and look at us now and we can change that by waking up and you know the documents and artifacts in the ancient near east there's like they're three to five thousand years old and despite the antiquity these texts reveal ideas about how women, crime, and punishment that are relevant for all time. It just changed and tweaked to whoever be reigned and was a king. He he just took it upon himself to change whatever. Well, that I just find just horrible, you know. And it's like they didn't even think about, you know. A, a, and here's another thing because of this Bible, the Torah, and the Quran. Curon, Karen, whatever. How they just picked this god, and how cruel this god was. He punished, he judged, and did all these things to you know, from kidnapping women, raping women, slaughtering women, children, and some men. Okay. And, and and it's fascinating because reading in, in some of this stuff, it was like, you know, if you went up against their code and laws because you wanted to speak your voice and, and disagree, that's when... Ooh, punishment was even more harsh. It put you to death. More right after this. Hello, this is KC. Would you like to be a sponsor for Wake Up With KC at a very affordable price? Why not advertise your products, services, or goods here on this show? Another creative way to market your business here at Wake Up With KC. Contact me for more details at wakeupwithkc at gmail.com welcome back to wake up with kc the place to awaken and be the best new you so you can live your best life now okay we're back so coming back to this and i and i started thinking and and even questioning even more based on what the research and, and and the findings and The artifacts the text and the cuneiforms and whatnot and based on the bible and the torah and the Quran, um you know information they got their information from these texts these cuneiforms and only the scribes who was familiar or learned how to interpret and translate those writings and texts I mean, you have to really do your research on it, on interpreting. And once you do you get it and you know what, what was written. And it's funny to me that come to find out doing all this research so far, there there is similarities of how certain things got put out of text and then converted and switched and changed to put a story together that wasn't 100% true. It wasn't even authenticated by an authoritative source of who actually wrote that. But if you look at the some of these um, periods of writings and history and everything, there is an author who put their name and their seal on these writings. But in the Bible and the Torah and the Quran, there's no such thing. Because now I'm questioning through all this time period and everything and these codes and these laws of what I'm reading and finding out and getting to understand of how things were back in those times. Okay, where was Moses in all this? What time period? Now, apparently, because this is the Northeast, Moses was in Egypt. Now, I know Ra, who they worshipped, Ra, was also Marduk, who was the son of Enki. Okay, and there was Thoth, who, if you want to know his other name that they said, I can't even pronounce his, that other name, I'll just go by Thoth, okay, they were, uh, against each other, you know, brother rivalry and whatnot, so, history repeats itself, I'm telling you, um, so the pharaohs and all that if you now uh, that's going to be like the next thing that I'm I'm trying to put together of how did Moses get his commandments it wasn't God that we were taught to believe if you look at all this stuff that I'm sharing with you there there's connecting the dots, and we're leading up to something with this because I do not believe that the Bible, the Torah, you know, the books of Moses and whatnot, it's not coming from a God that we were taught to believe. There was a civilization, there was the Anunnaki pantheons who were considered Anunnaki is come from heaven to earth. That's what the name meant, that's how they wrote it. So it wasn't a God that we were taught to believe my understanding of an essence an essence of something of a greater intelligence a divine source energy that's everywhere everywhere and i mean everywhere as in other dimensions other universes you we've been taught to believe there's just this universe no there's more than one wake up There's science that will back me up. There is so much more that we need to understand and learn and grow and expand with, but we've been all small minded because it was a program, a mental program that's been passed down to us to think their way, not our own way, especially if it benefits mankind, humanity, and our planet earth that we live on. Come on. Think about that. So that's where I'm going with this. And it's just mind blowing that people would believe this Bible, this Torah, that it's the word of God. And you know, and the, the, the Jewish religion, Even like it's a mindset, it's a program. Hello, that you would think this, their God Yahweh ordered, uh, has chosen people to actually kidnap, rape, slaughter women in the Bible and children. That's not, no, I I don't buy into that. That's ludicrous, ridiculous, and just downright gross to believe in something like that, that there was a God like that. No, it was an An Anunnaki pantheons who was governing that put themselves in certain cities and states to build primitive workers as slaves and then control them in such a way And then you got these time periods where they anointed these kings, but they were just, you know what, replicating what they were doing themselves, fighting amongst each other. You know that saying of you become the product of your environment? Hello. Look at history of what was going on between these, what you call back in those times gods and goddesses they were having a war against each other and there was witness and there's t- uh, text writings about the wars in the what they said the heavens the skies and whatnot they were having wars against themselves and then i guess they were like well, screw this we're just gonna you know what we're gonna use the human beings to do our wars for us that way we don't have to really I <laughs> mean he just made matters worse and from this book that I've been reading about Inky in his own words he got a scribe to tell his story his autobiography and there's some interesting things in there and come to find out there was a a, a catastrophic event that did take place and I'm like when did this happen <laughs> like oh my god you know and, it, and and I do believe they called it the deluge deluge d-e-l-u-g-e and that in an, in an interpretation of that it was the flood okay so when you're reading your Torah or the Bible or the Quran you've got to question what is in that? It's not all 100% truth. It's not authentic. It's not from an authoritative source. But they took text and writings from AO forms to put this thing together for you to read. And they just like, this is the word of God. This is what, you know, and it's not 100% true. And in, it, it, it's just fascinating me to me that, you know, the... The texts show in, in, in some of these periods and time periods, a, de- a negative development and albeit nonlinear of the status and rights of women and some children. And women had almost the same rights as men in the oldest civilization of Sumer in the south and old Issyria one in the north women in the in this societies were trusted the literate comprehensive competent um administrators of large businesses women did that back in those times and i'm like well what why did you remove them why did you like not treat them if they had the smarts the intelligence of being able to administer all of that stuff what in the hell happened to where you diminished that you you treated them like different because hello man and in and the, the mindset and the programming and the jealousy Why? There was no reason for it, honestly. And, you know, the subsequent empires of the tribal societies, women had few, if any, legal rights and lost their legal personhood. They were denied education, health, and important positions in society and even religion. What the hell happened? How, what took place that changed all that to where women who were married and lived their lives under the authority of men... Well, that was my phone. Sorry about that. That is just—I <laughs> totally forgot to put my phone on vibration. But anyhow, I got more to share with you right after this. Hello, this is KC. Would you like to be a sponsor for Wake Up With KC at a very affordable price? Why not advertise your products, services, or goods here on this show? Another creative way to market your business here at Wake Up With KC. Contact me for more details at wakeupwithkc at gmail.com. Welcome back to Wake Up With KC, the place to awaken and be the best new you, so you can live your best life now. okay, we're back. So continuing on with the, you know, with these laws and codes against women and and whatnot, there there is also a correlation between the increased use of the capital and corporal punishments and the diminution of the status of women. And the these capital and corporal punishments were associated with the patriarchal authority. Authority and protection of men's rights of power and dominions over women, and, the, and women that challenged the authority of men were perceived to be a very threatening to the political, economic, and religious systems. So, the most efficient way to limit challenges to male authority was to eliminate the challengers so they created these crimes against those women hello do you see, do you hear what i'm saying so then you go look at you know pieces of history now this is a, a book that i've been reading from maximilian de lafayette on how god yay yahweh ordered his chosen people to kidnap rape, and slaughter women in the bible so um, i was reading it and i was like holy crap <laughs> you know you have to understand yahweh's artistic and the cruelty toward women. This is coming from the Jewish Torah that we got from the Christian Biblical Bible. We got that information from their writings. And this is coming from a someone who had a mentor and a teacher who was a rabbi, okay, and this person, Max, I'm going to just say Max, was a Jewish-Israeli Israel Israeli writer, biographer, and indexer. So he put some of this information, and I find it fascinating because I'm starting to agree with some of the things that, you know, he was thinking. Like, how could you, you know, based on what is even written in the Old Testament now, The evil and bloody nature of this biblical God, and they called it Yahweh, is guilty of crimes against humanity. Now, I know I said that 80 million murders and deaths were the cause from religion and government politics. Okay, 80 million. Hello? Now go with me on this. You know, so his arguments of findings and conclusions are solely based upon the Old Testament, their Jewish Bible, and what their God, Yahweh, said about women in the Bible, word for word, and what he did to little girls, daughters, virgins, wives, and women in general, without personal interpretation and bias and subjective analysis. This is, I'm telling you, I I do not believe in that kind of God that you got, that's in the Bible, the Torah, and the Quran. Nope. Mm Mm-mm. Because it's, actually, the Anunnaki that did uh, most of this in creating this. And we just our ancestors believed them because they thought they were gods from the heavens hello back in those times so he even goes on that being appalled by the crimes of this yahweh and the biblical god which committed that were committed against humanity against women against children and by the violent and evil nature is clearly, clearly depicted and witnessed in this old testament okay so and it's funny because growing up in in, in what I was brought up in, they talked about, you know, if you don't get saved, you're going to hell. You know, you gotta get saved. Oh, no, that's nonsense. Now that I know what I know, I know better. But you know, the rabbis, the priests, the bishops, the vicars, the pastors, the reverends, the theologians, preachers, televangelists, and your honorable religion's teachers don't want you to read everything in the Bible. Why? You'll find out right away and it just by what I'm sharing with you, how it's frightening about the God that you guys worship. And, you know, they... And, and of course, they told us and taught us many marvelous things about the God, the joyfully, you know, heartfelt passages and the, the verses of the in the Bible and the Old Testament. They were very selective and extremely very careful in choosing the stories and the verses, which they got from the cuneiform writings from back before. Like thousands of years before, they came across it and started taking that information and making it their own. I keep telling you guys that. So, in in which some of it depicted a merciful and generous, but it was actually, there were some Anunnaki that was for, you know, mankind and human beings but there were some that weren't okay so i mean there, there was there was poetry there was and it's neither historical or actual depictions of this true persona nature of this god yahweh that they you know their lord god god yahweh and whatnot they it was just work of literature and poetic beauty and it had nothing to do with the true nature of their yahweh and hey if you are a gentile okay there there's certainty that you don't know everything that was written and mentioned about the yahweh and the god of the hebrews in the old testament whom you think is your god okay and the god of the christians and the muslims hello and 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 by their writings he's not your god he is only the god of the tribes of Israel back in those times. So you have to read carefully. Thoroughly, the entire Old Testament, you're going to find Yahweh is the most sadistic, cruelest, most vengeful, bloodiest, and most evil creature in the entire history of earth and humanity. This is what this guy's saying. And you know what? I agree. I agree. And it was written by Hebrew scribes, the Old Testament. Hebrews as the Israelites, the Habaru, and Jews of that era. The Hebrews of the Palestine, the Hebrews who are occupied the lands of Canaan. I think that's Canaan. C-A-N-A-A-N. Okay. And it wasn't for the Gentiles. Well, my question is, well, who the hell were the Gentiles then? What was considered a Gentile? Okay. Anybody that wasn't from their tribe was, I guess, considered a Gentile. So, you weren't even considered. You weren't of value to be God's children. Okay, but this is coming from in those time periods from the Anunnaki coming down. All right, so then... You got, they created by the scribes who wrote the, the Testament, the five books of Moses. Hello, I'm getting to Moses. And you know, I've been talking about Moses now. So, and it, it serves as a, a plan and an agenda of the patriarch from Abraham, Moses, and the prophets of Israel. And above all, the legitimacy, the legitimacy and the justification to the Israelites and the Hebrews' savage conquest, destruction and occupation of the lands of the Canaanites. See, I've been trying to tell you that they just wanted to take over conquer and divide and it's coming from the Anunnaki, not their God of Yahweh that they believed in. And then you it wasn't written for the Gentiles, Christians, or the Muslims. It was crafted by the Hebrews for the Hebrews, the Israelites and the Jews. The d- depictions of Yahweh's actions against women and Yahweh's opinions about women as mentioned in the book is solely based on the words of God, their God in their Bible transcribed by the Hebrew scribes you know and here's one the document without the shadow of John, okay um based god's own words as they appeared in the bible old testament described as here. okay Descri- transcribed by the hebrew scribes that yahweh allowed slavery and enslaved women allowed israelites to sell their daughters to the highest bidders considered women as piece of property did not allow daughters to receive any inheritance from their fathers if the fathers had a son demonstrated and practiced the lowest and most brutal forms of bigotry biases and cruelty against women ordered husbands the city's elders and the populace to stone women who sinned who committed adultery and even to put to death women who were found not a virgin and so much more. And did you know, God did not allow women to testify in a court law, did not allow women to leave home without the permission of their fathers and husbands, did not allow women to talk to foreign men, did not allow women to be seen unveiled in public, allowed raping of foreign women, allowed polygamy, adultery, and extra marital affairs. Jacob had two wives. Lamech had two. Esau had three. Abijah had 14. Uh, And there's Reboboam who had three. David had too many to count. Let's get real. Gideon had too many, Solomon had 700, so on and on, and allowed Abraham to have sexual intercourse with Hagar, the mate of his wife, Sarah, in Genesis 16, too, okay? And ordered and allowed the kidnapping and the raping of virgins at Jabesh Gilead, as mentioned in Judges 21, 10 to 24. So if you go back and read those scriptures and you believe in, in your Yahweh or this God in the Bible, the word, the, the word of God and is a good God, then, you know, there's no doubt. Doubt and the ferocity of God's statements and self depiction and as laws is mentioned in, in in those Bibles and, and Moses and whatnot. And the shekel he put on women of there they were no value, they did not mean anything, they didn't have a purpose, but only what? To marry and have kids? Really? I mean that's that's insane. That is so insane. And he, and to think that you didn't think much of women? I thought we were all children of God. But back in those days times it 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 expresses a different story and a belief and a program but it wasn't really from this god that they're talking about it comes from an Anunnaki who had children that they became gods and whatnot and then something happened where it was totally against women why i don't know but it's i find this fascinating don't you but let me tell you something the god that i have an understanding of this pure greater intelligence this divine being essence is from from what i believe and what this guy believes we believe in the same of a full of love and compassion god who will not hurt a soul a god who treats men and women equally a God who does not separate a mother from her child a God who does not consider women inferior to men and a God who does not allow fathers to sell their daughters as slaves come on the God that I know that's like you know supposed to be the father God you think he would actually sell his daughter as a slave or for shekels I don't think so you're believing in a wrong god then I'm sorry I'm gonna say it and the the alleged original sin of okay of Eve all women and earth should be held responsible for eternity and must suffer in childbearing and labor Yahweh said to Eve that's bullshit that's not actually true I don't believe that from my understanding of how the Anunnaki created the human beings male and female by genetically engineering the homo erectus to the creating the homo sapiens which is our ancestors hello let's get real all right there's no such thing as this this is bullshit all right somebody made this shit up okay and then you know to set the monetary values like in shekels for little girls and women okay there Yahweh put a price tag on women what is the price of a woman in a bible according to Yahweh well if women are worth such and such then what would it be in the eyes of Yahweh the dollar value of an american woman nowadays think about that how would you feel if the congress okay because they had lords kings and whatnot governors and and whatnot in each city and state so how would you feel if congress signs into a law a bill that determines the monetary value and puts a price tag for women in the united states as their yahweh the god that you worship that, that you think is the word of god how would you feel about that you know come on think about this folks you know and under according to the gods Yahweh's law you could be sold and bought for a fixed price without your consent how would you feel about that this is what was going on back in history folks and it's it's writing in that but you believe that this is a god no it it comes from Anunnaki pantheons holy shit this is fascinating you know and then you get you know the oh and even not just girls, but hey, according to the, GB, the Jewish Hebrew scriptures, a child, a boy aged one month to five years of age is worth five shekels. So children were worth something and the girls were only worth three shekels the price of a female is always less and cheaper than the price of a male as set up in their god yahweh and you guys believe this bible and this torah is the word of god oh wow this is just ah this is sick it really is sick you know and you and you didn't think much of little girls and, and men you don't think god didn't think of them it's like it's hypocritical thinking and believing of one side of god and another side of this god that you you worship and believe and you pray to really oh my god this is just ah uh, you know let me tell you something if I ever get in front of the, what your god your believe I would give him my two cents and then some I would rip him a new asshole for if he thought that way but I know deep down in my heart that wasn't him that was somebody else and I would get in front of that somebody else and give him woo-hoo, a lot more than a, a ripped new asshole I could tell you that much. But anyhow, um, I got so much more to share with you on this. This is just mind-boggling. So we're going to continue on with Max. And then we'll we'll move on to Inky to find even more fascinating information. I will talk to you next Monday. Have a wonderful week. And I hope this enlightens you to think differently. Think outside the box. Start questioning your own beliefs to help you get to become the person that deep down you 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 really want to to be that you didn't think that you could be because of all your beliefs and your programs that you were taught and you've been living somebody else's life instead of your own this is wake up with kc thank you for sharing your time with me i hope this episode helped you join me every monday and you can reach out and say hey at wakeupwithkc at gmail.com have an amazing day Week and talk to you next Monday for more amazing topics to share with you that you don't want to miss.